When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own POV, which is sometimes littered with our own bitterness, saltiness, maybe a little spiciness, but at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hi. Hello. So today we are talking about Love During Lockup, Season 2, Episode 7, or Life After Lockup or something. Season 4, Episode 29, Ride or Die. Ride or Die? Honey, you're my ride or die. Yes. Mm. Yeah, just like... That's what you want in someone, just like the person that you're gonna like bury bodies with and like, you know, body and Clyde through this life with, you know, like it's this or nothing or nothing. You can you get know? with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. You can bury bodies or maybe oh. not. But if you're Justine, you're definitely stealing cars and burying bodies. So <sighs> or you're not stealing cars. You just pay for them in cash for some reason and use her license to buy her a car that is totally legit you know like I, I just and she doesn't even know girl like how have you been driving around in a car with not a registration or an insurance card like what's that oh i don't know what it is, is it not in that box like i'm just like justine like you know you can just tell that like she's a little bit and we're gonna obviously start with them so like we'll just like i mean they're the first couple so like obviously obviously she does this thing where with this guy at this random auto shop where i also feel like she's kind of playing that like i'm just like a female that doesn't know how to drive or how driving works a little bit my husband bought me this car and i don't know like pity you know like a little bit and i i kind of like it oh yeah absolutely having said that i also miss like girl like you know what a registration is like she just like i just yeah you know you probably need like a registration and car insurance like i know i need those two things to drive around like i have those two things in an envelope in my you know car and i also have a triple a card and those are the three things that i keep in my glove department you know glove department the department of gloves <laughs> comportment yeah I'm going to be honest with you right now. Yeah. I don't know where my registration is. Like, I feel like <gasps> Marcos must have given it to me. Don't know where that is. Yeah, no, he did give it to you. Yeah, I know. Like, but what did I do with it? Unless I put I mean, it in that in your glove envelope. department. <laughs> Check sacks. No, oh, look, didn't. I just got my AAA card. Yeah. And I just got, like, some information about my insurance. So, you know, progressive, your girl's on progressive. So I got that stuff. But then I was like, where's my registration? Okay, we'll worry about that when I'm speeding through these uh, hectic snowy streets. So Chris did the Lord's work and took, took notes. I did not. I watched it on Saturday, fully invested. Didn't even pick up my phone. Good. So I didn't take notes. And so now I'm having to have my memory jogged. But first thing we have written in the notes is no snooping and no gossiping. 
because that is what Mike's like rules are for him and his wife. No mm-hmm. snooping and no gossiping. Meaning she's not to go through his stuff to see where the bodies are buried. Mm-mm-mm. And she's not to tell anybody like about the business. So I guess that's why he's like tread lightly because if he, it's getting close to gossiping. Yeah, I like that because it's kind of like a mafia situation. He's like, look, I'm just going to like, I do my thing. You are to be a kept woman at home. You don't say shit. You don't know shit. You'll never know shit. Like if the cops come, you, you will literally not ever go down. I mean, there's be nothing that you'll be like, you'll be kept in the dark, honey. You'll just be like, what? He did what? He's a rapper. No, I'll no, make I, money with the rapping. I can't do it. I can't. Oh. I can't. Oh, I can. And I'll change my voice to it. Like, you know, like, oh, no, I don't know what he's doing, mister. No, I just stay here. And I just look good every time he comes over. 6.30 p.m. every night. And I have dinner and then he goes away. You know, like, you know, I want to be that person. Yeah, definitely. And you also wanted to go, suddenly <laughs> see more. He's yeah, I do. It's half of that. It's, okay. okay. It's that. It's also Adelaide and Guys and Dolls. It's that voice. It's the same voice. So, okay. but yeah, any kind of like 1950s dumb mafia girlfriend. Go on. Okay. So then she's like, but if a car shows up at your house and your family has questions, then you need to have some answers. So she mm-hmm. decides to go to a car dealership mm-hmm. and just like pull out the rest of this man's hair. Okay. This man is like looking at her like she's an absolute idiota. Okay. And he's like befuddled. She opens up his glove compartment and shows him the owner's manual. Okay. And he's like, you dumb idiot. So he, he runs the plates and he's like, well, it actually looks like, you know, it's pretty legit and it's under your name. And she's like, really? Is it? I'm so excited. So she goes home and she has to tell him what she's done. And she's going to ask for forgiveness rather than permission. So she gets on the phone and he's like in a space. They're video chatting and she's showing off her body, yaddy, yaddy. Mm, I like the guy. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, let me see what you're wearing. Ooh, and she did listen. Her outfit is cute. She has like these jeans that makes her look like curvy, irvy, and she is. And then she has this like soft kind of this like scrunched sweater looking bodycon top that's like soft and also just like curvilicious. I mean, yeah, no, I'm like, okay. You know, I think she's really, really pretty. I like, like Justine. Like I like her body. I like, you know, like I think that she's sexy. I'm just like happy for her, you know, her and Mike. I think Mike is sexy. I think we're gonna be like a hot couple. I just want her to do her hair. I feel like I'm tired. I feel like there's something happening that needs to be taken care of. And I don't know quite what it is, but she's looking a little wet, wet, wet caddish, you know, the hair is doing something. Mm, okay. So she then tells him that she has checked up on the car and he is livid. Okay. Mm-hmm. She broke the no snooping rule. Livid. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also like, you, that's literally offending. It's offending and insulting my integrity. And he's saying this, you know, like behind bars of like selling drugs and like fentanyl, which is like kills people all the time. And like just like fentanyl oh. is the worst. Like to me, when I hear fentanyl, I'm like, oh, you're what I think of when I thought of the crack dealers in the eighties. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, yeah, this is not pot or whatever, like, I, you know, or whatever, just, it's just, or not like something fun, like Molly, you know what I'm saying? It's just like fentanyl. I don't know. But basically, yeah. So like he, boo, like you are definitely in prison. So like, you know, some people, it's just this. It's like he wants to be upset and like a big guy on campus. But if he had a daughter that was dating someone like him, he would be fearful. And he gave like, it's almost like you have to say it that way. Like, dude, if you have daughters, like what if your daughter suddenly 
was dating you fentanyl, remember? You know, like, how'd you feel? Yeah. So he gets upset and she's like, first of all, don't talk to me like that. Don't, you know, mm -hmm. you need to calm down. It's not, we're not doing this. And so he like gets up and like walks away. Are you hanging yeah. up on me? Are you hanging up on me? Yeah. And it's crazy. Like when you have a world where that's all you have, could you imagine when they actually get around each other and he and they get mad at each other and fight? Like they can't just hang up and then call each other the next day like nothing happened or call each other an hour later. She gets like five to seven phone calls a day from him. Could you imagine? Like, I love it when a guy texts me in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, could you imagine just getting a call from prison just like five times a day? I'd be so happy each and every time. Okay, first of all, you hardly, you like never will talk at work. So what would you have? So at work, you would just like each time skedaddle and like ski, ski, he, he in the bathroom? Oh, <laughs> yes. But also I'm not thinking of me at work. In this like, scenario, I, I wouldn't think, yeah, I'm saying I would be excited for it, but also that's not truly me in this space of my life. Like at this point, I would not date somebody in prison. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I guess we're already like, <laughs> so I'm saying like, yeah, if it were text and this person were like text, we had like long, hour long text conversations five times a day and I could count on them, like, you know, or I could just text and be like in a meeting, talk to you later, like text you soon or whatever. We have another question. So if you mm -hmm. didn't have work or if you were just like working from home or blah, 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 bloops, then you would just like welcome the five conversations on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. While I'm cleaning, it would completely take over my audiobook time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like a level well, for me, a lot of the scrolling time probably too. I've um, already... Well, anyway. So yeah, so basically he's upset. They hang up. She's cute. She has kids to worry about. So she can't be driving around a car that's going to like get pulled over. But, you know, hopefully now she like puts them, get that registration. It's already registered in her name, which means the paperwork is somewhere. If it's not in the glove department, like maybe they can look in the backseat, honey. I don't know. Like, and maybe like, you know how some of the chairs have like a little like pocket there. It could be like stuffed in there, you know, in like with her birthday card, you mm -hmm. know, like, mm -hmm. I mean, look at the trunk, you know, like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, let us movies onsies wansies to i'm um, just going down the line here is emily and dari like and every time we say this it's just so true like if you're watching on patreon for some reason this picture we have of, of <laughs> dari looks like he is like was you know that one friend of yours that filters every one of her pictures to like a near hilt on Instagram? You're like, oh my god, like you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, like that friend. You know, you're like, I was like, what friend? I don't friend. have any friends that do that. I would not be their friend. Oh no, I. It's like someone you. It's like you know, it's like a periphery friend, like maybe a friend of a friend or someone you went to high school with. Or it's that one friend where you're just like, oh, every picture, like every picture, you're gonna like reform life in time and space to make a new everything for you. Like why, you know, like it's like Larissa. It's like when I go on Larissa from Ninety Day Fiance, Colty and Larissa, mm -hmm. every photo. Yeah. Oh, thank you for clarifying the Colty. Like, oh, so it's not. Oh, it's not uh, Darby and Larissa. You know. I don't know. <laughs> Yes, no. Larissa. Yes. So I, I am the queen. Sorry. I, here's the thing. I'm sick of, of, of Emily. Like her storyline is no longer fun because it's fake. Yes. Because she is either not into him anymore or has never been into him or I don't know, something. But she needs to just say that. She needs to just be a reality star and give us a little reality of what she's feeling right now. Because when they ask her, why didn't you go? Instead of just being like, yeah, I'm not into him anymore. She, she asked like, oh, I don't want people asking me my personal questions. Bitch, you're on a show. Yeah. I mean, I literally just like, oh, you should have been fired right there. You should be like, yeah. oh, excuse me? 
okay, well, just like, you know, we, you, Harry and Megan are going to be relieved of your duties, honey, just like Brexit, you know, like get the hell out. Yeah. Give me that mic back, get up and go. If you don't want to participate in the process. It was just frustrating because so, her friend comes over and she's giving nothing. Her friends comes over. She looks like she just rolled out of bed because she's like, oh, hungover. And I'm like, how old are you? I mean, she must be young, but I'm like, I'm I'm past the age where like waking up and looking hungover and having that be like a legit reason why you look like like you just like cat throw up is like legit. Like, that's not legit, girl. You ha you knew a camera crew was coming on. You knew a camera crew was coming through. And if at least you're going to do it, do it like Ty. Put on a full face of makeup and pretend to be sick. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just okay. This this shirt is horrible. You can't even see it. it's literally horrible. And the other is thing it not about Rocky it, Horror Picture Show. <laughs> I would love it if it is. You know, I'm just a sweet transvestite. Okay, anyway, <laughs> <she's pretty> <laughs> yeah, that's the, not the good song. Like, I feel like the best song is yeah, like what along with singing like How do you do I? See you've met my Don't faithful handyman. You know, you just oh god, I love it. Anyway, so God bless. Anyway, so Fred comes over, and again, we get Emily, and Emily has this whole time like it's. I don't know if it's okay. If this is, I think everything is fake. But basically, also, if it's not fake, she also does this thing where to play insecurity or defense mechanism, or to play too cool, or to like she wants I don't know to have a distance so that if it doesn't work out, she doesn't look dumb and she doesn't look like she's been spent, and she's like self conscious about the way that she's being presented in the story. Like she looks, I think that she, as things come out, she's like, this makes me look bad and so i'm going to try and detach myself from my actual true connection to this man who, uh, and whatever the storyline despite being like yeah my work out might not work out like i don't even care like she her vibe is always just like we'll see what happens i don't even really care it's like eh, i'm hungover yeah and then what what ends up happening is that producers don't know what to do because she's already signed the contract so they have these dumb sessions with smoke smoke who <sighs> never wants to put any lotion on that man is ashy his elbows are ashy his knuckles are ashy then he was with whatever her name is, Pepita or Squeaky. What was her name? Squeaky. Squeaky, Squeaky Pepita? Poodle? I don't know. Squeaky, uh, Squeaky Box. Squeaky, I don't know. I don't know I, what her I, name was. I didn't was... write that name down. You're right. It was Peep Squeak. Oh, Peep Squeak. Squeak. Yeah. Like, the, so she gives her street name and we're supposed to be like, oh, yeah, shit, that's Peep. That's Pip Squeak. Yeah, she's the baddest bitch. Like, no, we're looking at this hoe and we're like, girl, you know you're on camera? You couldn't pick a better outfit? And then oh, she, he her. says something like he's like, oh, yeah, he's... She, my boy Dari is a die hard over this girl who don't even like him and his his street name is lover boy but he's not a lover boy at all and she's like Haha, yeah he not i was like thank you pip squeak thank <laughs> you for that oh my god you guys just gave us a riveting television can you please bring on ty like i literally watching these two ashy folk i was like where's ty yeah, no, Ty, I, Ty, thank God. Did not, I'll talk about something like that is staged, honey, but yeah, I believe Ty. I mean, it was like mommy and daughter acting class one-on-one. I mean, she, she broke, she broke character. We're going to yes. talk about it. Anyway, so it's fine. So two, th two things happen and then we get her, she's going to, she's, she's going to go and visit him supposedly. And then we'll get the, we'll get the outskirts of that. So there's the scene that she has, she has with her friend where her friend is basically like, she tells her friend like she has to wear baggy clothes and like to go to the meeting and that's not what she would wear. And she feels like self-conscious about that. Also tells her friend that at one point um, he was talking to like another girl or whatever. And then she saw a picture of the other girl and the other girl was just like, in her words, woof, woof. Actually, the word the word is woof, not woof. Okay, I don't know why I said it was the what woof. And she was woof. And I said, 
Oh, girl. Oh, we're um we're putting down women on national TV now. We're deciding that someone who is giving your partner more snuggles and lovies than you are. <laughs> Madam, Madam, no. it's twenty twenty two, twenty twenty two. Yeah, where it is. We do not disparage women on TV unless you're Thai. That means, and if you do that, like if you call somebody a burnt ass bear or an ugly bitch, <laughs> you have to come with the fervor. Okay. And we need to see the girl. And we need, we need you to be more explosive. Like, cause that makes me mad about Ty too, that Ty does disparage other women, which is why I have a love hate relationship with her. But I'm like, Emily, you're giving us no juice. You know what I'm saying? No Hugo. Yeah. It's just yeah, like, yeah. you're boring. You're boring. No, totally. So, okay. So then, sorry, that, that happens. And we're upset about that. But then, yeah. So, so fast forward to now the scene with smoke and pipsqueak and then pipsqueak is like brought over like a, I don't know, a milkshake and they're drinking, whatever. And then like, so in that very moment after, can you believe it? In that very moment, just how God works, because you know, smoke just happens to have a film crew there. Then my love, he gets a phone call and it's his boy, Playboy, who doesn't really get played that more because he's just like pussy whipped. Anyway, God bless. Sorry, I said the P word. Anyway, God bless. So then it's Darius or whatever is that his name, Dory. And then he's like, yeah, like if Emily heard that I was talking to you, like she'd be so pissed. And we're like, yes, she would. You're on TV, dude. You know, like whatever, but also fakes. And like Pipsqueak's like, "Mm." and then we find out that Emily didn't go, didn't make it for whatever intents and purposes are out. There's like extraneating circumstances. She didn't make it. And of course that's what smoke has been. Like one of the things that he said about her the entire time. That's like, she's never come to visit and then she'll never come visit. And she's like, not a great a person. And like Dari's always like, no, she's great. And she has my back and she's not, she's not uh, dumb. I gave her the power of attorney, which was a great idea. I love her so much. And, and smoke is like, uh, I don't know why you did that because like she showed you nothing. You haven't even, she has never given you anything not even the kitty had not even that p word and you like just already gave her anything which you know i'm saying that part of emily touche so anyway yeah. then of course the, the producers go to emily to be like bitch why didn't you actually meet up with darius or whatever i can't know why i see darius it's dory and she's like don't ask me questions about my relationship and i'm just so upset that i have to even ask or answer any questions and i'm like you don't even have a fucking relationship he's in jail you've never met him you've never met him so it's like what i mean you know just like get a clue like you are i don't know what you've done and also your apartment looks like you've just moved in like i don't know why you have black satin sheets and not a thing on a wall honey like you know like that's me no sense that's me just moved in my yeah but my old apartment i lived there for three years and there was nothing on the wall put you gotta put something on a wall sometimes you just don't know how to decorate like the idea of even hanging a picture is overwhelming okay i'll come back and do it for you so let's move on because i'm sick of emily her annoying yeah okay so let's talk about Ty because Ty. <laughs> that's what i want you said she you got want. a new boo and she's like what's she calling poppy so is she pretending to be Puerto Rican? Like exactly what is happening in this moment? So it's I know not, it's, oh, it's not Ty and Hottie. It's Ty and Marquise. And it's her third boyfriend that says it on the screen. Kensington? Wait. Oh, is that his name? Ken- I don't know. Was that? That sounds, was that his name? No. I, don't, I see Marquise calls her, her BF3. He's a bad boy. He's, and he's sweet, handsome, young, uh, around the way boy. She calls him Papa. Here's my thing. Yeah. Well, they're all bad boys. Okay. They all committed crimes. Okay. One, two. Aren't they all sweet and beautiful? Like she is like in the car and she's like, yeah, I've been talking to him for a week. And then like, is like, I love you. And I'm just like, wow. That's why. That's why, because you can go zero to 100, honey. And like, they're going to call you. The thing about it, this is what it is. Well, I think this is what it is. My favorite is okay. I 
I'm gonna tell you this right now. I they're gonna I call you. Someone. I met someone. Okay, and I like that. I liked in real life. Okay, let's just say it happened Friday night, which is when the night it happened. Wait, no. What is this night? No, it happened Saturday night. Okay, this person who I really liked and talked to all night long has yet to call me. Has yet to call me. But what happens is you know he's going to call you if he's in prison. It's not even that you have to even worry about it. He's going to call you. And of course, he'd be calling other people, but he's going to call you. He's absolutely can't wait to. And he will have an excitedness to his voice. You can count on it. In fact, you know that his call to you will be one of the highlights of his day. And I think just the knowledge of that and the energy behind it is probably intoxicating because conversely, being like, well, <laughs> he probably won't call even though I had a great time with him and because he has all the time in the world in his hands. He has, he's, has freedom, so he can literally make any choice in time. And I guess I'm not what he wants to choose in this to even check to see and say hi. No, 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 no. You know, so I, it's not that I don't get it, Ty. It's not that I don't get it. You know, like the deep mental you know, satisfaction it gets from knowing that someone is going to be like on your butt because he has no other one uh, to be on. And then, you know, so it's like, I, I don't know, like, but anyway, so she's talking to him. Marcus is like, I want all of your heart, not just pieces of it after a week, which also makes me feel like, oh, Marquise, do you know that she has a whole ass room with other people? Do you know that she's talking to other people? Like, you know, no, like, he doesn't. he doesn't know. He's just like, no, give it to me. Like, I'm trying to lock it down. It's been a week. But I, need, I want to, to be committed. Like, so I want all of your heart. You know, to say all of your heart is just like so intense. No, but that's what they do, girl. I'm, te I'm telling yeah. you. It's like intense. Yeah, it's like, what is it called? There's a term for it. Photobomb. Oh, like love bombing. Oh, yeah. So then she's like, then she starts talking about how, this is a side note. I don't know if you saw this, if you were watching on YouTube or whatever. Like a small scene happened where she like describes how you can get pregnant in prison. Did you see that yeah, one? I did see it. Okay. I'm I'm gonna gonna machine. I don't know how. I don't know why. Do they put the cum in the package? Okay. I'm going to tell you, okay, because I watched it and I was like, I need fucking captions. I totally, okay, so this is what happened. She's like, you know, she wants her, she wants another kid, blah, 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 and her ovaries, blah, blah, blah. So then she's like, you can get, pre you can get pre pregnant in prison. We're like, okay. And then she's like, so what you do is you go and have a visit and then daily, they, she says daily admissions. And then she says, you wear a dress with no underwear on. And I was like, wait, in my mind, I'm like, are you telling me that he... And then he, he like relieves himself somewhere, puts it somewhere and then somehow gives it to you. And then you just like scoop it into your pajama dip. Or are you telling me something else? Cause I don't even understand what you've said to me. <laughs> and I need to did, did she not say vending machine? Did I make that up? And a what, fever haze? What do you think? How do you get pregnant in prison? Why? What, what, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I have some kind of glandular infection. I can't move my neck. So I might have made that up, but I thought he said, she said, go by the vending machine. Maybe I made that up girl. I don't know. But uh, yeah, she did say wear a dress with no panties. And I was very confused. You go by the vending machine. Girl, I'm, I am 100 with you that that very well could have been a fever dream. But like, what I like, and, and then what you like put a dollar in and like get some Cheetos and then just, I mean, like, no, it's like, is he in the, he's by the vending machine. He's going to like behind the vending machine, just pump and dump. And I like, I literally, I mean, that has to, I mean, like, there's no cops around. I've never, you know, you know, I've never, I've, it was confusing because, yeah, I've never visited someone in prison and there's different visitations, right? There's like the like, obviously there's a conjugal visit, which I'm assuming that, yeah, of course you could make a baby for a conjugal visit, but that's not the one she's talking about. There's obviously what 
Dari, Dari, and Emily were, were going to do, which was behind the plate, plate gap. I'm sorry, plate of glass, phone kind of thing. And then, then there's the ones that we see. I've seen on television where you go into a cafeteria room and you're sitting in chairs. And obviously there's cops around or I mean, there's like prison guards around and they're just looking all the time, but you are, can literally have a face-to-face convo, but I think you can't touch someone. Like, I feel like in like TV shows, it'll be something like where someone like feels something and they'll put their hand on and the other person will like go to like comfort them with their hand on it. And like, you know, the prison guard will be like, it may blah, 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 yeah. no touching. And then they're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like yeah. that has happened. Yeah. That's so, because I remember when like in the twenties, people used to put saws in cakes. The people with like fingernail file and like escape so they don't let you touch anybody that was a, that was a dumb old reference and you look confused and i do apologize for that fingernail and a cake is just something that i'm just like that it's like that's the part of you that reads like a lot you know like that makes that kind of reference you know yeah also with andrea and for those of you guys who remember i mean the, the black mormon the andrea and lamar man i'm not staying in utah they ain't got no chili cheese fries <sighs> okay, so remember Lamar? Lamar and we, Chris doesn't because she didn't watch that season. But Andrea and Lamar got pregnant with Priscilla in prison. And it's because Lamar had been in prison for like 20 years. He was like good with the, with the guards and shit. And so he like paid them money for him and Andrea to go into a broom closet. And she got pregnant with Priscilla. So we know that that happens. This is our, she always wants to pretend to be such a good Mormon girl, but like, Girl, you just became, I don't know, like, I don't know how, I don't know if the uh, LDS got to Ghana or something, or she found the LDS church after she had to divorce her trifling ass first husband, but it was the oddest thing. She was just like a devout Mormon as this like fully thick ass black woman. Anyways, there's that. Um, Wow. I mean, well, obviously they do a lot of missionary work. It's like, you know, that's what they do. Like, that's what the musical is about mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the South Park one uh and that's all I take my basic Mormon knowledge from horrible oh. to say wow <laughs> I hated the Book of Mormon I thought it was so fucking rude and I'm not even Mormon but I thought it was the rudest fucking shit I'd ever seen in my life <laughs> okay anyways um let's move on right oh no we got the best part so Ty finally gets her dumb ass home and mm-hmm. her daughter is like first of all she walks in the house just like a black mama which is just so triggering for me it's like you sitting up in this house why my house so dirty i was just triggered from the onset oh. first of all the house if the house is dirty it's because you'd be throwing shit that's why <laughs> yeah hitting shit off of fucking counters and shit so throwing down coat hooks coat racks so her daughter is sitting there and her daughter's like listen what are you doing with these men? You're how long are you going to do this? You're going to be an old lady still talking to inmates because none of these people are getting out next year. They're not getting out for twenty years, and you're talking to them. It's it's serving lost. It's giving lost. This is what when she's like she opens this. I mean, yes, she has this whole monologue, but what she opens with it is just, "Mom, it's serving lost," and I are giving lost is what she says. And uh, I, I feel like that was one of the best writ like best opening lines of something that like just kind of got to she couldn't like she couldn't hold back now i'm gonna tell you this right this scene that we're gonna go into is fakey fake 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 fakey fake fake i mean like is beautifully written and it's fun acted and it's fun to do by these two women who I mean, are giving a fun performance and I like them together. And Delaney has baby hairs that are laid perfectly. And her mom, I mean, she gives it to her mom in such a way. I don't know what's happening. 
I want normal parents. I want like what normal people have, which is like a mom and a dad. Like, I don't know what you're doing. And yeah, you're going to be like an old lady, like trying to like hook up. And then Ty's like, who do you think you are talking to? And then I'm like, you bitch, you dumbass bitch, you standing right in front of me. What the fuck? Delaney gets up and knocks a plate of Cheerios, dry Cheerios <laughs> on the ground, honey. And I was like, first of all, is there a toddler around? Who's eating dry ass Cheerios? Is that your snacks? Like, what did they were? They were like, oh, what could you throw on the ground that's easy to clean up? Okay, yep. I'm gonna get some cereal, get some cereal. And like, also, if it is cereal, damn, they better be honey nut at least. Yeah. That's going to be dry ass regular Cheerios. I don't support that unless it was like Apple Jacks. from the wick. And so you needed to get it. But girl, we got some bomb ass cereal and I don't need you to be getting the regular ass Cheerios. Chris, you said yeah. Papa John's? No, I said Apple Jacks. Remember Apple Jacks, which looked like cereal, which looked like Oreo. Or sorry, I can't talk, which was looked like Cheerios, but it was like, well, actually, I like apple cinnamon Cheerios. I think I do like apple cinnamon Cheerios. You know what? And it's been too long, Wa. So good point. I'll go get some. Anyway, so after that happens, then she like goes into her daughter's room. Really, let me first of all, she starts breaking in this fight before the even the Cheerios thing happens. Ty loves what's happening, and she's like, "What you say?" <laughs> like I forgot yeah, his baby. name. Yeah, he's acting on TV. This is so proud. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Like she could not help the delight of watching her daughter act. You know, like which it, she's like she's having yeah a full proud stage mom experience while in the scene and being paid to do this thing. You know, so it's just like it's all the feelings. You yeah, know? And she's, by hook or by crook, Ty's like you gonna make some money. Yeah, you you, you got baby's hair, and then they follow her into the room. You got baby hairs. Yeah. <laughs> camera follows her into the room and she's like you're gonna respect me in my house and the girl's just like sitting on her bed looking at her I'm like everybody's room was clean though that's good again was there anything on the walls did you notice you know what no but it looked like a normal house to me it's like you know like it looks like there's like it's a lived-in house yeah she takes the she takes that she takes her phone or whatever and then i don't probably gives her right back you know i don't i don't know she's like give me your phone and i'm like oh wow that 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 does sound destroying life altering give me your phone no i'd be like what am I going to do if I don't have my phone? Good. I mean, yeah, I don't know. So basically, uh, then later on, yeah, she like, yeah, she has a conversation with someone else too, where then she, the other person is like, she's like, Hey, like some other new dude. She's like, so do you not have a girlfriend? And he's like, no, I don't have a girlfriend. Did you see that part? Mm, I can't remember. Keep going. Okay. And they're also talking about, maybe this is the part where she's talking about making a baby, but like, this is how she's like talking to some other dude where she's like, okay, well, you know, maybe we can talk. That's the like, that's another guy's name. I forgot. Like, and they said he was like number five. I don't know. Honey. <laughs> so let's move on. Z-wansies to, I lost my thing. Let's move on to Melissa and Louie. Yeah. So Melissa Boy. and Louie. Boy, has this divulged so, badly. And this is not the greatest for her. You know, she's she's not doing well. She's been in Georgia. She's just like has to pack up and leave wherever she's going to finally go see him again, even though she's already seen him. But like bad things have happened since last she saw him, which is the whole like yoga thing. <laughs> yeah. And so she's like, I have to hurry up and pack. And she tries to stuff some pom-poms in her bag because she brought them there thinking that she was going to like play the cheerleader with him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know what? I only ever thought about Louie as the guy from high school. Like, I've never thought about, like, the real-life consequences. And so she goes to see him, and it's not good. And he's like, <laughs> Sorry, basically, yeah. he's like, well, this is these are my circumstances. Like, 
uh, I'm sorry if you thought it was going to be other or if you didn't leave space in your head for me to not be telling you the truth or if you believed me fully. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But this is the reality. Are you going to wait for me or no? For how long? And she's, yeah, she's just like. And he's like, long thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And so then she's like, then Rutu, she calls him and tells him that I was there and that it was uncomfortable. And so what? I can't take a yoga class. Bitch, you know she did. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she just like, I was there and there were guards and like, I didn't, I saw him and I didn't think about it. Cause I, again, like she was just taking phone calls, honey. And like, let her, she thought was a long distance relationship with someone who knew who lived in a different state and was like putting deals, cutting deals in between every phone call, you know, and like whatever. So she also, of course, he's really defensive for the, over like what he wants to do and like how crazy she is. And also at the end of the day, She's dumb. She's immature and dumb because and I think the same thing about Jessica. Like I, I need you, you cannot think that someone is just going to jump out of prison and fall in like a sexual lusting infatuation style codependent love relationship with you and be suddenly cured from his like hardcore addiction and that is going to need absolutely no rehabilitation and or to find this this person's own footing in the real world like to be a whole citizen surviving effective like you know functional adult like it's just it's just it's crazy you know they buy into the fantasy and they don't know why. I mean, listen, if this is your first time dating an inmate, mm-hmm. you, you would not know that they are that that's not real. You would not know because you truly don't understand what it's like to be confined to a gray space to see other people of your same gender day in, day out. And the only respite you get from that is creating a fantasy world of how life is going to be on the outside. And I think sometimes these men are well aware that they don't know how to survive in the world. And like, how are they like, and then sometimes they are truly prepared. Like we have some good cases like Lamar ended up getting out doing okay, but I think he only did okay because he was literally surrounded by family and they weren't going to let him do anything to jeopardize, you know, himself. But it takes a super strong unit of people to watch your ass. Cause otherwise you're going to go back to do the same thing. And if you don't have that, it's not going to take one woman. And speaking of one woman, let's move on to Jessica and Dustin or Justin or whatever his name is. I, she makes me so angry. I that, can't, I, yeah, I can't. Yeah, she is like, she is, she's about to give up her daughter. Yeah. So that she can go because she probably feels guilty that she made promises to him. And because she's a nurse and she wants to help people that she feels locked into this situation and she can't say no. And the thing is, Obubu, you've got more information you can say. No, I know. Just that tattoo, just chalk it up to the game and keep it moving. I agree. It's some, and we'll go into like the uh, segment, but it sort of feels like she wants to blow up her life or wants a brand new life. And he like gives her that ability to start over, which is a move and starting over in a relationship. And so if she, it's not just if she lets go of him, it's that if she lets, and she will left she lets go of him and stays she's already blown up her career in this area where everyone knows it mm-hmm. so like what is she's like i think she's like i can't just sit here and just like stew in this it's like a, the better act of what looks like hopeful option is for her to like start anew you know mm-hmm. but obviously there's some problems with that because she has some things here but anyway let me know that. so scuba steve calls her 
And Scuba Steve is someone that doesn't have a character from like an MTV show. Where's Scuba Steve from? What is that from? Yeah, it's wait, MTV show? No, Scuba Steve. Wait, uh, look, uh, look it up. Okay. Look it up. Look, you look it up. So uh, I feel like it was like Scuba Steve was like, a, I thought it was like an, a, a cartoon or something. That's what it makes me feel like a cartoon. But basically this guy is friends with Dustin. He's in the same cell area as him. Like, I think like one of them gave one of the others like a free tattoo and they just like have each other's back. So uh, before this, in this last episode, if you remember the last episode before this, <laughs> Jessica had gone to visit him. And during that time, he had revealed that A, he did meth behind bars. They had found out and there was going to be another situation where he's going to be disciplined for that. And then also B, she was taken off the list of visitors uh, because they were like so mad because she used to work for the Department of Justice and she pretty much left her job to be with this man who's obviously a you know, in the Department of Justice Corrections, and she, like, it's, like, a bad thing. So, anyway, why? what is Scuba Steve? Scuba Steve is a character from the Adam Sandler movie Big Daddy. It's a fictional character toy from Big Daddy. Adam Sandler made up the Scuba T- Steve story, and it's just, like, that's really all you need to know, right? God, Something I dumb do. that, like, some oh, only bros of a certain a- era and age will truly know. Great. Yeah, I mean, she she's really like, oh, they won't let me. And she's like telling us this as though we give a shit. We do not care that the DOJ is, has it out against you. You are a foolish woman. And you just need to change careers then. That means that you can't be a prison nurse anymore. You need to go be another type of nurse. You have blown up your whole life. Now, you could still pivot. You can still make other choices. You don't have to date this this inmate so she's like nothing in prison is free so she's like in fully invested in providing scuba steve with like snacks and other things in order for him to relay information because he's like she's like yeah 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 so um because just dustin he's like talk to my girl he's given all these people my number so that they can communicate and she thinks that that shit is cute when all it is is mayday mayday now all these fools have your number like what (sighs) so like she she barters favors in order to get this like whippersnapper you know she's like i want to be able to talk to him for the next 60 days because he admitted to me that he did meth and maybe they bugged the room or whatever and they heard him tell her that's kind of what i thought happened that they heard him tell her that he used again and then like they shut down the interview or whatever and now he's in the shoe or the hole for another 60 days girl Mm. she's like yeah i won't be able to talk to him for 60 days she's like i you know it's like i'm doing the sentence with him Mm -hmm. and i'm like but you don't have to when she said that i was like oh my god like who the hell are you you're gonna you know like yeah you just have a whole thing girl like you know like what i think that yeah she just she describes this love as just being like the love of her life and maybe it's just like very deep but what also it is is that it is i think chemically an infatuating attraction that also gives her the opportunity to escape the reality of how she found herself, which I think maybe was in a job that she didn't love feeling, you know, like not loved, not wanted, not taken care of, maybe feeling like whatever the last relationship she had, whether it was her child's like father or whatever it was, was like shitty and or left her with a sour taste in her mouth. So somehow she turned this relationship in with this guy as being like a fantasy, ideal, perfect 
love of her lifestyle thing with someone who, you know, like, yeah, like gave her a reason. And it, for a natural caretaker, as we said, like a nurse, it's just, it's just, it's a weird thing that can happen that can just like trigger something within some of the like bonds, you know? And it's like, it's half of what's, what's inside her, like the perception and perceive of, of what she's putting on the relationship, which is probably like wants and needs that are not being fulfilled. Now, what is hard to watch and what always is hard to watch on almost all of these kind of docuseries is any sort of like way in which the child has like any sort of like uh whatever the effect it has on the child so now it would have been hard to watch the ty scene with her daughter because at one point ty and her daughter the she's like well how does this affect you and we're like ty what are you talking about if this was a real scene yes it would absolutely affect your daughter that like all you do is seek the attention of like men who can't possibly give you shit okay that would yeah because that daughter is like 16 15 course but because the scene looks like it's literally being done for us like midnight of a ucb sketch show honey and just like by people who've never acted before but like you know definitely crack up on stage (laughs) entertain you know delight many you know i'm saying like i'm fine you know i'm like whatever this isn't real now this scene with her daughter and the scene now sorry her being jessica with her daughter is hard to watch cringeworthy hard to watch so basically jessica and her daughter she's like getting ready she's like yeah jessica so here's the thing gonna move gonna move my whole life you know like yes we found out that he's a you know an addict and yes you know he's using again and yes he's like in the hole or whatever but just like (laughs) everything and just like i also you know last time i moved it was really hard on me because of you so you're gonna start packing up and she is like (laughs) sorry yeah yeah about that so you know i have a hard time making friends and you know like my dad is here and you know that my whole life is here so like i'm not gonna be able to go with you to tennessee to see you ruin your life i'm actually (laughs) gonna stay here and finish high school with my friends and not be your emotional crutch when this all blows up in your face i can't take care of you because i'm 17 and i need a life jessica's like oh you know what it's like to live with your dad you're not gonna have you know your way all the time and I want to be like, uh, thank God, because if she's having all, I don't think she should have her way all the time. It sounds like the dad maybe like has some boundaries and rules, which is not that bad. Yeah. And you don't, you don't, you're going to move a criminal in a drug, a drug addicted criminal into your home with your 17 year old daughter. That shit is not safe. Thank you. You don't know who the hell he's going to bring to that house. Who's going to have that address because he lives there or whatever. Absolutely not. So the daughter is choosing safety. I'm sure her father is is all like, yeah, you're not going. And she's like, yeah, I guess I'll just take some rules. Great. Curfew's at 11. Perfect. I'll be here. Like, and then she's like, I ne- never live without my daughter. She's my best friend. And I'm like, when people cry about stuff like that, and then they say things like that, yet they're choosing like a horrible partner. I'm like, but the truth is, is that you are more worried about yourself than your relationship with them, period. You are. And unfortunately, it sucks. And we know you should find love. And you should. But once that environment becomes toxic to the person whose DNA you share and who you birthed into the shitty plane, you should take into consideration their feelings and what your actions and how your actions are going to affect them. And in this moment, you're making all of the wrong choices. This is, you know, I'm not going to say all, but on the totality, if you are making healthy choices for you, odds are you are going to be then a healthy person to be around and people that you should be caring about or people's needs that you should assume consider 
consider, like your immediate family, you know, then your healthy lifestyle and therefore is making is kind of being healthy for them. You know, like if you are someone who cares about what you eat, you know, and you try and work out and your children see that, right? Like, and so you, if they're like, oh, I'm I'm being shown that this person cares. Maybe you cooking for yourself. I'm assuming then you, you're probably going to cook for your minor children. Then they're going to see you work out. Maybe you do some bike rides or whatever. This is just like a very physical thing. But like yeah. the choices you're making affect your children, right? God bless. So I think that in a very real, real way, it's, it, it's a very toxic thing for a parent to are, make bad, unhealthy choices. And then what, what looks then as reads as being super selfish for them to pick that toxic, unhealthy choice over their own child. And then we bring up that kind of thing where, yes, there are certain things on mothers that society places that mothers should always choose their children over themselves, you know, and a mother's happiness is a child. And, you know, like all of those kind of things that like are put on a lot of women and we see them rebel, you know, and not every woman, you know, is, 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 is a perfect mother in that way. And there's definitely a lot of women who do selfishly serve their children, you know, to a damning degree, you know, and then when they're older, they become suffocating moms because they've given so much of their children or, you know, whatever. There's just so many askew ways of it, but it's like your healthy boundaries that you practice within yourself, your children watch. And then hopefully because you're practicing within yourself, you're practicing them with your children and, and the choices that you're making, how you live your life, who you bring into your life and why they're aligned with you and who you want to be. Hopefully that will radiate your children. So your friends you bring around are good people for your children to like, you know, no, I mean, we all make, we're all humans. So I wouldn't say your friends don't get drunk and aren't loud and, you know, curse. It's just like, there's just ways of, I think, melding someone who chooses most of the time to align themselves with like their greater good and or what's good for them, you know, and, and being somewhat wherewithal through therapy or whatnot, or a good sounding board or a good foundation to be able to like keep their feet on the ground to like be able to also be good parents. And for her, is what it is, is get this around. Jessica's had a problem with that. Yeah. What it is, is that Jessica needs to not align herself with calamity. That's what all it is. This is calamity. So what else can we say? Nothing. Let's move on. Okay. All right. Mark and Sensore. <sighs> Not Sensore. Mark. Mark yeah. and his mother. Mark, <laughs> whose mother is like, boy, you weird. Uh, boy, okay, boy. Listen, I, I have told you over and over again, stop saying inappropriate things. And he's like, mom, I can't help it. I have some kind of like word vomit problem. And she's like, boy, get yourself together. You are professional. You've got businesses and here you are just playing games with these women. Like he is, he just like is so curious. And this girl is trying to make this good impression on the mother. And the mother's like, how's it going? Uh, I mean, well, I, I mean, uh, okay. Well, maybe I won't ask you that what you've been up to because obviously you've been up to crime. Yeah. I, I hate all of this. Like it, yeah. it, it makes the mother and him look like they're like weird. Inept inept or just like kind of like rich you know like people like let's play around with these poor peasants and like there's something kind of like that like oh i can't ask you what you're up to <laughs> prison while she's like making her scrambled eggs and just being like you know at one point she looks at the camera and she's like it almost makes you look like a weirdo this whole thing yeah i want to be like it's because you made 
with your vagina a weirdo is why no I, he has some kind of problem he has some kind of neural I, I really do think that he's like autistic oh yeah i know i think he has asperger's or something like that for sure yeah yeah i think he has that so like she's aware of it but she's not done any research on like what he needs to thrive and be a a, a, a an adult who isn't going to do this like yeah. she's like you're you're smart you're you know rich you have businesses you could find any girls why are you choosing women who are in prison and i'm like mom because he can't talk to any other girls and he probably doesn't want to talk to girls who probably are just as smart as him because he wants to be the smart one. So he probably has, and I don't know anything about Mark. He probably has a mix of, well, I could date some nerds that are like me because there is women he could easily get on. Like he, there are women who, who he can date. Oh, sure. There are girls out there, but they probably aren't as pretty as he thinks he wants them to be. Or they probably don't, or if they are, he doesn't want the pressure of dating somebody who is too pretty, like too smart. Like, I think he just wants to be the one asking the questions and like kind of running things. So he ca he calls this new girl who he's been talking to along with Sensei. Sensei is out of the picture and so is that other girl. And this is a, a woman with a lot of like multicolored hair. I think it's like white and neon green and yellow, maybe some orange tips. I can't call it quite, quite recall, but it was giving me like birds of prey like a like a not a birds of prey it was giving oh, yeah. me like, it was giving me like a bird a bird that has really colorful plumage and like oh. puts their plumage out to like get all the hose you know what i'm saying it's like one of those male cockatoo birds that just kind of like strut around showing off their their feathers that's what yeah, it's giving so me except for her face looked bewildered and possibly inebriated Oh, and she yes. tries to make such a good impression on this mother she's like how are you yeah you know like she's nothing good to say when the mother asks her questions. She's like, well, I'm planning on doing this. And like a girl's like in Kentucky somewhere. I don't know. Mark is a whole fool. And when the mother says this makes you look like a weirdo, I'm like, girl. It yeah, it does. And you are a co-conspirator in this. You looking weird, too. Yeah, you are founder. You are founder and <laughs> of this weird. I mean, like, that's why I'm just kind of like, okay, I mean, I get it. I mean, see, because I, 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 you know, it's like, I want to be able to talk about him being weird. And, but if he has Asperger's or something like that, you know, obviously, God bless. We're not going to say that or whatever, but I kind of wish you would just be like, well, you know, we, I think that maybe he, uh, I think that maybe he has a little spectrum thing happening, but maybe he has never been diagnosed. But, you know, I think that as we've gotten older, I've, I've, I've witnessed him just had some, um, uh, challenges in connecting with people in real life you know whatever like he like works better with like numbers and excel spreadsheets <laughs> i also don't want to have this woman be like looking down on the other one be like you're just playing around when like also yeah like why aren't you you know this person that you created more than anyone and it feels like you haven't met this person you're just like yeah why are you doing this you know and it's like you plausible deniability she wants to let the world know that she didn't know he was like this just like the mafia wife she wants to be the mafia yeah. girlfriend that's like you know like mafia i don't know that about the bodies yeah but i also don't think that she's looking like a rich person who's just like making fun of people who are um in prison and like i don't think she's doing that i think he's doing it and she's recognizing that he's doing it and trying to get him to stop this that's just the way again but she was just like hi uh how, how are you um <laughs> i mean i'm just kidding i guess i'm not good but you know just um so when how uh, i thought i felt like that was genuine just genuine ignorance just genuine like i've never spoken to anybody in prison nor will i in the future and her normal how are you what are you up to like the normal things you would say she realized after she said them that they do not apply 
well, the truth of the matter is you can be like, hi, what are you, how are you, what are you up to? Like, well, I'm talking to you and later on I'm going to go watch Family Feud. I get some Family Feud time. You know, like, oh, okay, great. I love Family Feud too. I was also on episode, ha ha ha. That's just me, but not her, but me. Ha ha ha. You know, like, go on. Yeah. So I think that Mark, it, I think his storyline is done. I would say. I would say that we no longer need to see any more of Mike. This is who I want to see more of. I want to see Ty and Hottie. Well, <laughs> Ty. I want to see Justine and Mike. I want to see Louie and Melissa. And you know what? I'll have to keep Jessica and what's his face around. Jessica, is that her name? Jessica and Justin. This is what I want to see. Mark and Ty go out. Ty, who has multiple people behind Prism that she talks to. Mark, that has multiple girls that he's talking to. I think that Ty would, would, would look at him immediately and be like, you're fucking stupid. I know that's why i want to watch it be like um i don't i know i don't i need to be the only creator in this space right now i need him to exit stage left i'm i'm on stage by myself this is a this is a one woman show okay if you want to make a um like a vagina monologues thing that's fine but this is my monologue and we are not gonna be on the same stage so he can be the next the next monologue like i i just telling you i want to see i just want to see a date i just wanted to be like hey there's this guy in the show by the way he's rich by the way, he's rich. I mean, and looking for love. He looks like unwashed. So I don't care if you're rich. Yeah. I mean, you don't say that. Obviously, you're selling it to her. I'm listening. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah. There's this guy. I don't why you don't want it. to see the scene. I'm, I'm giving you gold. So I'm, I'm trying to Michael. Okay. So you tell Ty that he's rich. You tell him that Ty, first of all, beautiful. Second thing is high testosterone or horny or whatever the hell that he's remember how he was like it feels like since 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 is a high testosterone you're just like oh my god no her, her ty's testosterone is truly and by the way while well, through true, the roof through the fucking roof she's very very like you know reactive and what her ovaries she wants to make a baby and he like loves making talking about making babies by the way loves the idea like actually what as i speak more on it i think it's a brilliant fucking idea <laughs> Okay, so okay. yeah, wait. I think we skipped one peeps. Well, we didn't talk about M- Mikey and Haley. What was her name? M- Mikey, Who? Mikey, because they they weren't in this episode. Mikey and our and our deaf lady. Oh, Chelsea. Yeah, okay. you're right. Okay, well, yeah, you're right. We did the whole episode. God bless. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, go, God bless Ty for this. Ty did a lot. I think she's so fun to watch. I think she's so funny. I mean, like. I, whoever like I, I her segments feel different so i don't know if she has like a specific produ- a specific producer who is hilarious or if it really is all her and if it's all her like give this woman a raise <laughs> thanks well so no, sorry. Um, i know i love you <laughs> she's sick okay <laughs> so this, this is the end of the app and let me just tell you that if you want more of us and who wouldn't you can follow us on social media we exist on instagram and we're at docu sweeties we also are on twitter and the tiktok at docu sweeties one and we rarely do anything there but it's coming we also have this thing called patreon what yes you can join our patreon for ten dollars a month at patreon.com slash docu sweeties we're actually going to do a little live so tonight you would have already missed so it happened tonight because by the time you guys get this you you won't you wouldn't have been able to partake but we're gonna do it the first monday of every month so if you like to join later on please join us at patreon.com slash docu sweeties we love you guys so much and we want you to have a fantastic week kisses is that what you're doing yep
Okay. We love you. Rate us five stars. Share us with your friends. Happy holidays. Yay. Bye. Bye.